What's up, Crossover fam? This is Tammy. We want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast. God has been moving in major ways in our community, and we're so glad that you get to be a part of it. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to live out your calling in Christ. Enjoy this week's message. Hey, listen, I want to share a message since we're moving into Christmas season called Wonderful Counselor wonderful counselor. And it comes from the book of Isaiah where it was prophesied that Jesus would be uh, this wonderful counselor. And so I want to start out by reading Isaiah 9 verse 6. It says this, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. Thank God for that. Amen. Thank God that the government will be upon his shoulders, not the shoulders of any other nation on this earth, right? And, and, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Father God, we thank you for your word. I pray that it touches hearts and transforms minds. Now we leave this building different than we walked in, God. Encourage us in spirit and in truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the definition of a counselor is this, a person trained to give guidance on personal, social, or or, or psychological problems. And I believe this, that God intends that we experience the fullness of what Christ came on this earth to give us. Right? We, how many of y'all want that? I want to receive the fullness of what God wants for my life while I'm on this earth. I don't want to get to heaven Right? Meet Jesus face to face. And, he, and then all of a sudden, I don't know if he's going to show us. I don't know if we're just going to know because we're in like this supernatural spiritual being. But I don't want to look back and be like, ooh, I miss all of this stuff that you had for me. I want to walk in the fullness of what he wants while I'm on this earth. Every day, listen, every day God wants to use us. Every day we wake up from our sleep because our lives have purpose. Even days that we're off of work and we're resting, we have purpose. And it's not just about what we do, it's about who we are. It's about worshiping the Father in spirit and in truth. And we find our hope, we find our purpose in Christ and in Christ alone. And we find our hope even in the middle of crisis in that he is a wonderful counselor in the midst of our crisis, in the midst of of our situations, in the midst of our problems, in the midst of our pain. He, Jesus, Holy Spirit, is our wonderful counselor. And to help us understand this title, I want to turn to John 14, verses 16 through 26. We're just going to read this. I think it's going to be up here on the screen. It says this, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. I love that. This is, this is the Holy Spirit he's talking about. He's going to be with us how long? Forever. He is the spirit of truth. That means he's not the spirit of lies, right? The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you and me, right, we do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You will live too. 
On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. The one who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my Father. I also will love him and will reveal myself to him. He's talking about you. He's talking about the person next to you. He's talking about me. He will reveal himself to me and you. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you're going to reveal yourself to us and not the world? Jesus answered this. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. The one who doesn't love me will not keep my words. The words that you hear are not mine, but are from the father who sent me. I've spoken these things to you while I remain with you. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything that I have told you. Now, he's speaking of the Holy Spirit. When the scripture was written, Jesus was there in the flesh. But Jesus was saying, I'm about to take off. I'm about to bounce. I'm going to go hang at the right hand of my Father in heaven. But I'm going to leave you myself in spirit. We call him Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. And it's Jesus living in the flesh and spirit on this earth. But what flesh? Not his physical body, but our physical bodies. The Holy Spirit comes and makes his home inside of every single believer when you, when you ask Jesus to come into your life. When, when your life is transferred from the kingdom of the world to the kingdom of God, the Holy Spirit comes and makes his home inside of this temple that we call bodies. Now, who is this counselor? Who is the one that will be with us? Who is the one that will guide us into all truth, the Bible says? We know that 2020 has been, let's just call it a different year. Amen? It's been different. It's been crazy. It's been good. It's been bad. It's healthy for some of us, sick for some of us. Ups, downs, lefts, rights. It's kind of like a roller coaster. How many of y'all like roller coasters? Say yeah. How many of y'all don't like roller coasters? Say yeah. You like me. I hate them. My wife wants to go to a theme park coming up. She, I think she just walked out. Thank God. I could talk about her a little bit. But I'm like, I will, I, I'll go to a theme park. I just don't like rides. I, don't, I used to love rides when I was young. I just don't like rides now. I feel sick. I'm like, why did I ride that ride? How many of y'all with me? You're like, what the heck? But, but 2020 seems like, you know, if you've ever been to Universal Studios, the Incredible Hulk roller coaster. One thing about the Incredible Hulk roller coaster is that the, what's different about it than any other roller coaster is you get in that ride, you put that big thing on that, you know, that's, that, that holds your life together, that big seatbelt thing that you can't move, kills my chest. I can't breathe. I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to panic attack. I'm going to die. But typically roller coasters, you go up, and you know that noise, that tick, 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 Any of y'all rolled the Hulk before? Well, the Hulk don't do that. The Hulk, you put you, it gets you in there, and it's like three, two, one, and you feel like you're on a NASA spaceship. It just takes off like boom, and it goes. And March of 2020, we felt like, boom, we, we were moving. And then all of a sudden, right, you, 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 hit that, you hit that down drop, 
How many of y'all love that part of the roller coaster where it just goes straight down and your heart and your stomach is in your throat? You ever felt like that before? And then after that, it turns to the side. And if you're in the back, I don't know if y'all know this. Let me educate you on roller coasters for a second. If you're in the back, that's the most G-force. If you're in the back, so a lot of people like, like the front, but the back is where, you know, the real G's go, go get in. Yeah, that's where it go down. In the back, and then you hit the side, then you hit this side, then you hit the loop, and all of a sudden, 60 seconds later, the ride is over, and you're, you're one of two people. You're like, ooh, let's do that again, or you're like, I feel sick. I want to go home, and that's what I just described 2020 for everybody, but, but you know, and everybody's, some people are doing great. Some people are doing horrible, and everybody else is in between somewhere, but the reality is even in these times, Jesus, Holy Spirit, can be our wonderful counselor. And I'm comforted to know that we have him because I don't know how people get through situations without him. Before I, before I met the Lord 20 years ago, I don't know how I got through some of the stuff I got through. Now it's hard enough, even with him, to get through stuff. Can you imagine your loved ones? Can you imagine the people you work with going through 2020 without the wonderful counselor? without the mediator, without the one who lives in us. John 14, 16, when, when he talks about Holy Spirit in the scriptures, it, he uses a Greek word called paraclete. Paraclete, all right? And it's really a compound word. Para meaning alongside. Like alongside. Para means, you know, someone who comes along with you. And kelio, which means to call. And so when you put these compound words together, we discover that Holy Spirit is one who's been called alongside of us. Like he, he is the one who actually gets in the roller coaster right next to you and puts that same seatbelt down. And was like, you know what? I'm riding this thing with you. I love those Facebook videos and, and YouTube videos of those people who get in that ride called the slingshot. Y'all ever seen some of these things? And they sit in that ride and then, and, and then the people mess with them a lot of times. They're like, they're like, who are you pointing at over here? Demetrius? Demetrius and Carrie did it. Oh, you gotta, we got to put that on the crossover page after this. And, and they, they sometimes say, oh, your seatbelt ain't right. And all of a sudden they hit the button and the people go straight up in the air. But, you know, a lot of people ain't going to ride that thing by themselves. They need someone to have the courage with them. Be like, I need you to ride it with me. And if the spouse don't ride it with you, <clears throat> Philip Edge, they will find somebody else to ride. Demetrius. I would never ride that ride in my life. If you paid me, I wouldn't ride that ride. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Holy Spirit is the one who will get in the car with you. Holy Spirit is the one who jumps on board and goes throughout life with you in good times and in bad times. And thank God for that. Amen? Back in Isaiah 9-6, Jesus was prophesied as a wonderful counselor. Literally, the wonder of a counselor. And there's no one, listen, there's no one like him in the history of time. So how does the Holy Spirit serve us as wonderful counselor? There's three ways he does, and I'm going to share them quickly. The first way is he serves us through godly people. He serves us through us, through his body. 
We're called to be a family. Psalm 1-1 says this, How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway of sinners, nor sits in the company of mockers. I just preached on this a few weeks ago. This verse in Psalms gives us a progression of what happens when we rely on the wisdom of this world. First, we walk with them and hang with them and talk with them. Next, we stand with them. The third, we eventually sit with them. In reverse, it can be true as well, though. Thank God for that. The more we're around the godly counsel of people, the more we're around the body of Christ, the more we're around believers, the more likely we're to be influenced by their wisdom and godly counsel. This is how Holy Spirit works, through men and women who are following him. And thank God for that. See, we need to be building people up around us whether it's in an organized way like you know we come together weekly or whether it's in just a natural way of just friendships and just work relationships we're called to be the light we're called to be the salt of the earth we're called to do that but also other people need to be doing that for us that's why we're here we want to build you up we want to love you unconditionally we want to walk with you now we're not holy spirit but the holy spirit lives in us, in Jesus' name. Forgive me, my voice is, I was, I was going in during worship today, y'all. I was, I was going in, as you could tell. So godly people, the second way is this, God's word. Even as necessary as godly people are in our lives, there's something that's actually more great and more important, that is his word. And we, listen, we, this church, Crossover ATL, we, City Takers Movement, we are going to be men and women of the word. I don't care if the whole world starts to contradict the word. We are going to stand on the word, the fullness thereof, Genesis to Revelation, all, all of it. We're men and women of the word. Psalm 19 says this, the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing to the soul. The statues of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. Come on, somebody. Psalm 119.105 says, the word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. And when you're going through dark situations, when you're going through dark times and dark places, we need the word to illuminate our path. I took my son camping uh, in Oregon a couple months ago. I took him camping and fishing when I was speaking out there at Revolution Church, PDX, a.k.a. Portland, Oregon. Shout out to Pastor Alpha, the whole team over there. And, and I'll never forget, we were like in the woods, woods. I'm, I'm a city guy, but we were in the woods. And about 8 o'clock at night, it got so pitch black that it actually scared me. I was like, I can't, I can't even see my hand in front of my face. Like in Atlanta, you know, the city lights kind of illuminate a lot, a lot of stuff. And for some reason, the moon wasn't out. There was some stars out, but it was like pitch black. And your boy don't own no flashlight, no camping lantern, no Coleman this and Coleman that. I don't own none of that stuff. But, but I, somebody lent me a flashlight. And this wasn't no ordinary flashlight. This was like, I don't know, 10,000 lumens. I don't even know what that means. But it was like so bright that it lit up the side of a mountain where we were, you know, sleeping by. And when I turned it on, 
right? It, the thing got so bright, and it just illuminated everything, and all of a sudden, my fear just dissipated. Like, all of a sudden, I wasn't afraid no more. How many of y'all ever been in your house before? You heard something downstairs, or you heard something in the kitchen. What's the first thing you do? Turn the light on. And all of a sudden, you feel a little bit better because now light is there, and you can see what's going on, and illuminated something. Now you can see that there's nobody there, and there's nothing to be afraid of. And so when I turned that light on, all of a sudden, the fear just dissipated, and that's what the Word of God does. Some of us are dealing with fear, anxiety, all kind of stuff, depression. Listen, you have to be men and women of the Word. Get into the Word. It will illuminate the dark places of your life, and all of a sudden, you'll start to feel different. You'll start to feel different when you get into the Word and read the Word. And that's how Holy Spirit is our wonderful counselor. See, if we don't go to the counselor, we'll never get the counsel. Holy Spirit is the Word. The Word is the Holy Spirit. He's Jesus. The Word was made flesh, it says this in John 1, and He dwelt among us. And when He left to be with the Father, He left us a counselor. He left us His Holy Spirit. And you need a refreshing. You need to refresh yourself. You need to get back into the Word because that's how the Lord uses it. Third, third way is this, God Himself. So we got, you know, godly people. We got the word, but we also have him. So, in, you know, with God, we see that there's no appointment necessary. Thank God for that. There's no appointment necessary. 20 years ago, I didn't necessarily, you know, I wasn't seeking out God. I wasn't searching for him. It was actually opposite of that. He was seeking me out. And it wasn't on my timeline. It wasn't, you know, on my watch. I didn't have an appointment scheduled to meet with the Father, even though those things are good. I'm not saying it's bad, but I didn't have one. But he had one for me. John 14, 16 says this, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. We see that God is able to empathize with our weaknesses. Thank God for that. Hebrews 4.15, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. And our God has all knowledge. Romans 11.34, who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? So what, right? So what? How shall we respond to the wonderful counselor? How shall we respond to him? I'm going to give you three ways that we should respond to Holy Spirit. One is we should get to know him. We got to get to know him. The more we know him, the more we can be led by him. The more we know him, the more we know his voice. The more we know him. The better, tr trust me when I say this, the better, the more fulfilled your life will be. Because a lot of us, even in this room, let's just be honest and real, we're seeking out things trying to fulfill us. We're seeking out material possessions. We're seeking out, you know, positions and titles and all these things, hoping that those things fulfill us. When the true fulfillment only comes from him. Not saying those things are bad. 
But you're going you're gonna to receive that thing, and all of a sudden, you're going to find yourself empty again, and you're going to want something else. We have to get to know him. John 14, 17, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. But you and me, we know him. For he lives in us, and he will be with you. We got to get to know him, spend time with him, in worship, in prayer, reading the word. We can't wait till crisis hits. Can't wait till your life is falling apart, and then you'll seek him. We've all been there. But you don't have to wait for that. You can have him now. And he wants to meet with you. We should also respond to him by trusting him. John 14, 18, I will not leave you as orphans, for I will come to you. Thank God for that. That's a word for somebody today. He will come for you. You're not alone. He's not going to leave you as orphans. He's written your name in his family, in the land's book of life. You are known. You are loved. You are accepted. No matter where you're at, he will be with you. You got to trust him. The last thing is this. You have to obey him. Hmm. Anyone who loves me, they will obey my word. My father will love them. And we will come with them and make a home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own, but they belong to the father who sent me. And the last thing is this. We need to listen to his counsel. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide us into all truth. He will not speak of his own, but he will speak only what he hears the Father say. And he will tell you what is yet to come. Some of us were in a situation where we know what's right and what's wrong, and yet we need to listen and obey what the Lord is saying. Listen to your spirit, your soul. Listen to your heart. Listen to, you know, the godly counsel. Listen to the red flags, in other words. Don't ignore those things. Some of us, it's been a tough year. Some of us are walking through situations right now where we need the Lord to move in. But listen, he is a wonderful counselor. I can sit down and meet with you and it, it, it might be decent, it might be okay. But my views and my knowledge is very limited when it comes to your life. I don't know everything, but the Father in heaven, the Holy Spirit knows you so intimately, knows what's best for you. You're saying, Lord, but I need this right now. I want this right now. And Holy Spirit saying, no, what I want you to do is do this. Will you obey him? Will you obey him? Even to the point where it hurts you physically in the flesh. What hurts now is really meant to prosper us and give us joy later. I'm not saying God will punish you. But I'm saying what we want sometimes when we don't get it, it hurts. Mom, I want this for Christmas. You open up all the gifts and it wasn't there. That type of hurt. 
but it's not to hurt you it's really to flourish you and to grow you and mature you into the person that God is trying to get you to be Holy Spirit is here and he has the power the fullness of the Father they're one it's hard to explain to, in the physical mind, one plus one plus one equals one in the kingdom. Someone who's not a man or woman of the kingdom, that's hard, it's hard to understand. But yet, it truly makes sense that the Father is in heaven, sent his son Jesus as himself. When Jesus went to be at the right hand of the Father, left us his Holy Spirit. And he lives in us. So it's the fullness of the Father in Christ in spirit form living in us. It's powerful. And so I don't know what's going on in your life today, but I know a lot of us need more of him. And so I'm going to pray that the Lord stirs things up inside of us that are from heaven. Stir things up inside of us that the Holy Spirit is going to get a hold of some things and your life is going to be radically different because you're going to lean not unto your own understanding but you're going to acknowledge Holy Spirit and He's going to do a new thing in you. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that Holy Spirit is with us, that we're yoked together with Him. And I pray for those that just need you, that need a word from you, that need for you to make a way, that need provision that need healing, that need whatever it is, God. I pray that you just manifest your presence even right now, God, in their lives. Let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand, that they are not alone, they're not orphans, but you will comfort them, that you'll make a way. It's in Jesus' name we pray. We all said Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Man, what a powerful message. We want to thank you for tuning in. I hope that this week's word blessed and encouraged you. God is doing some amazing things in our community, and we're so glad to have you be a part of it. If you're new to our ministry, we would love to connect with you. You can go to crossoverchurchatl.com backslash connect and fill out the information so that we can stay connected. Also, if you would like to give to help support our ministry, you can go to crossoverchurchatl.com backslash give. Thanks and God bless.